0: Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star robertson and I am, as always, so excited to share this podcast episode with you guys. God has had me in a season... <laughs> As always, just going deeper, he's really been asking me to be more deeply rooted. And I recently had this experience, and God just showed me this beautiful thread and picture that he has painted throughout scripture, starting in Exodus 4 and going all the way to the book of Matthew. And so I feel like this message really wasn't just for me. You'll understand a little bit more as we dig in. But I really felt him calling me to just share this far and wide. So lean in, listen to my personal testimony a little bit in my experience, and we're going to get into some goodness of God. And I know sister, you are going to have takeaways from this. So let's do this jingle and jump right in. Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Starr Robertson, Jesus Freak, Mom Blessed by Adoption, Wife, Wonderluster, and your Intentional Living and Biblical Mindset Coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you. And you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. So I recently, so I may have shared with you before about how I truly feel like Me even being on this podcast is a God-ordained thing. I had really felt for a couple of months that podcasting was a direction that I was supposed to be going. And I was like, okay, let me try it out. And I went out and secured a few guest spots on other people's podcasts instantly fell in love and i was like okay i'm going to do this podcast thing my plan was to release my first episode and officially launch my podcast in january of 2022 but i got home from a retreat in september and i was sitting down doing like some prep work for my podcast and you know what is it going to be called and creating the graphic and recording the intro and and different stuff like that. I started by recording a few episodes. And when I was saving one of them, I just felt like God was like, just click publish. And I was like, Oh, but I'm not ready. You know, all of this. So I did click publish. My first episode came out September 18th of 2021. And I was like, Oh no, it's out there. Now I have to show up like every week. Uh, and then I had a Um, a coaching call with the fabulous Stephanie Gass. And she was like, do two episodes a week. And I was like, okay. So January, I actually started ramped it up and started doing two episodes a week. So Mondays you'll find just me. If you're not an avid listener and been here for a while, and then Thursdays, you're always going to find a guest interview or conversation. And y'all, the guests I have on here are fabulous. Every single one of them is just like, pouring life and living water and amazing testimonies. And, um, just, it fills me up so much just to have the conversations with them. And most of them, I go back and listen a second time as I'm editing and transcribing the podcast. And then I'll even go back to some and listen to a third time. Uh, once the podcast is like live and published to hear like, you know, the format you're hearing it in, but also because there's just such good information. Anyway, I have really felt that God had called me into this season of like, let's focus on your podcast more heavily. And before this, I was doing like all of this, like hustling. I was like putting out the two podcast episodes a week and writing compelling copy on, on Facebook and, um, still serving my clients, still being a mom, still tending to my home and my husband and, um, you know, pursuing volunteer activities and getting a puppy and training for my health and all of this. And it was just like, I know I'm supposed to focus on my podcast, but how, and then for a season, I really felt God was like calling me out of social media. Like don't focus on social media, focus on your podcast. And so I stepped out and I was doing this 30 day social media fast and, supposed to be focusing on my podcast. And it's not that I wasn't, I was doing so much like prep work and planning and, um, going over all this market research that I got from you guys and and people in my intentional abundance community. And I created this beautiful plan of like 60 different podcast episodes. And, um, it was just really, really awesome. I was doing guest recording podcasts, but it took me a while to sit down at the mic and record a podcast of my own. Like I was almost like petrified is the word. Um you know like people will use it I think that word inappropriately <laughs> at times but no seriously it was like I was frozen in stone. It was like I had a muzzle on my mouth and I was really struggling but it's like I couldn't flesh it out, right? It was just like I just kept not sitting down and recording. And Then it brought about all of this like shame and fear and all this other stuff, like beating myself up because I'm not doing what I was supposed to be doing or whatever. It didn't last too long. (laughs) I'll let you know that because I immediately recognized this and I went to my coach and I received coaching like almost immediately, I think within a week, maybe even within a few days, because I was like, I'm noticing this, that I'm not like, there's a barrier here. And sitting down and getting coaching to her was so helpful. And one of the things that she's always asked in these like different coaching sessions, not every single instance, but a lot of the time she would ask and like, how is this serving you? And sometimes when I'm asked that question, I'm like, it's not, it's holding me back and it's defeating me and yada, yada, you know, all these things that are like, would naturally come up. That your brain would like offer up. I was instantly like, I've been coached so many times on this. So it's like, okay, how is this serving me? And I was like, it's keeping me safe from this like fear of success that I kind of have struggled with for a good chunk of my life. I remember going through my degree program and I had like one or two classes left. And I like kicked and screamed and fought like to not do them. And my husband's like, what is wrong with you? Like, it was just like a fear of completion and being done and getting a degree. And like, for, for me, it was a big thing because I was the first person in my family to graduate high school and then to even go on to college and then to graduate from college. Like y'all, it was huge. I don't know if you've been raised in the same boat as me, but It's not like everyone in my family is walking around with these accolades. (laughs) Anyways, we started digging deeper and it came up like just some other things about um, my like success intolerance, if you will, like just repelling it almost. And so I guess this is a fairly common thing, like with people in business. I wouldn't know if I didn't have a coach and like severely plug into um, this arena, but I started digging into that, sitting with the Lord, getting quiet, reading scripture. And then I was also talking to a fabulous podcast guest who is going to be released very soon because the episode was just too good not to share with you guys like immediately. But I was talking with her after we stopped recording. I was already super filled up like by her podcast episode in the first place. But I sat down with her and we chatted a little bit after we had started After we had stopped recording and she had mentioned to me this thing that was just like, it was so simple, but it's just like, well, duh. But at the same time, it was like, that is powerful. And she talked to me and mentioned like, he's doing a new thing in me. Right. He's asked me to just like show up on this podcast and stop doing like what the world would say he's asking me to just do something different and to really have the season where I'm resting in him to do the work. I just have to show up to the mic. And I was like, wow, like that's huge. And I so appreciate that. And I believe it because this podcast has been like ranking in Jamaica and ranking in New Zealand and people in South Africa and all over the place. Have reached out to me and said, like, how much what I'm saying is like speaking to them and just like really resonating with their hearts. And I appreciate it more than than any of you could ever know that you even take the time to listen to these podcast episodes because, like, who am I that people would listen to me? And I feel like that is a thought that kept like repeating in my head and like preventing me from just stepping up to the mic, like she was saying, and allowing God to do the work. And instantly when she had said that, the thought of Moses came up in my head. And so I sat down for some time and processed through this with the Lord and went to Exodus 4 and was like, what, what is this Lord? Like, why did Moses and the story of Moses pop into my mind? Obviously, like God asked Moses to speak And Moses in Exodus 4.10 is like, oh my Lord, I'm not eloquent. And I'm like, oh, you know, was I just struggling with this same thing that is like written in scripture that Moses was struggling with? Like, I'm not eloquent. Like, I don't know what to say. Do people even want to listen to me? Am I even going to really like help anyone? You know, all these other thoughts and questions came up and then God like corrects him. And he's like, like who has made man's mouth? And he's like, who has made man deaf and mute and blind and all this other stuff? Right? He goes on and he says, "Is it not I, the Lord?" And it's like, oh, right. Like God knew exactly who Moses was and how he talked and everything like that. But Moses just like held on to this fear, and he he told Moses like. I'm give, have confidence in me. Like I'm the one who made man's mouth. Like just trust me on this. And then tells Moses now, therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. And that like spoke to me, right? Like I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. It spoke to me as a podcaster, but it also spoke to me in so many other ways. Like as a mom, I think sometimes we can come into these situations where we're like, we don't even know what to say to our kids. Like they asked a question or they've gotten into a situation or whatever else. And other passages in scripture came up when I was thinking about this too, like Matthew ten twenty. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. And this is Jesus speaking to his apostles, like as he was preparing them to go out and like share the good news with people. And I was just like, wow, like that is so good. When we come to God and we're like, Lord, help me. And so I really, I try to pray before every one of my podcast recordings. And if I am coming on here, sharing any scripture or anything that is like backed by biblical truth, I am like, Lord, be my words. Like, please do not let me put anything out there or preach anything that is not your truth because I do not want to lead people astray. Like I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a theologian. I'm here to share my heart with you guys and what God showed me and He might've shown it to me for me. Yeah, I 100% believe that. Like I will be preaching the sermon to myself to hear before anyone else. Um, But maybe he's given me this to share with somebody else. And if I can share it here and you could listen and you could even find like one mic drop moment to walk away with, then like my work is done. Then the spirit spoke through me. Like the father was speaking through me to you. And I've had these moments so many times. Like I just shared my friend that I was having a conversation with, she spoke and it was like, God was speaking through her to me. I remember the first time that Robbie and I walked into a church back in 2014 when it was like, we were not in relationship with the Lord. Um, we did not go to church. We did not really read scripture or pray, but it was just one of those things where life got really hard. I've shared my podcast or my testimony in more detail on the podcast. So go back and listen to one of those first episodes where I share my testimony. If you want uh, more information about that, but it was just really difficult season. And we walked into church and when we walked in, it was like, We didn't like, we didn't want to go there, right? When we walked in, it was like, if we were a cat, like all the hair would be sticking up on the back of our neck or whatever. Like we were on high alert thinking we're going to get struck by lightning or something like that. Like, wrath of God um, is what we were thinking. And that we were just these dirty, awful sinners and nobody's going to want to talk to us or anything like that. The first time we went, I could swear to you that the entire church was empty and it was just the preacher was speaking directly to Robbie and I, and we walked out of there and we were like, we should come again. Like that was really great because like I was so heavily focused on and eating up every word he was saying. And it had tied to conversations that I had earlier that week. It had tied to a conversation I had with my um, counselor, like using same keywords. And it was just really, really powerful And so I truly do believe this in Matthew 10 20, where it says, It is not you who speak, but the spirit of your Father speaking through you. And if we are praying to God for his words to be what is spoken through us, if we are allowing ourselves to be a vessel, I believe that is truth and that happens. And so, furthering on in this story of Moses from Exodus 4, like, Moses is still very, very resistant. And he basically tells God, no. <laughs> and it says later on in chapter four, that God's anger burned against Moses. In, in verse 14, and I was like, Oh my goodness, I don't want the Lord's anger to burn against me. Like, No, no, that's the opposite of what I want in like every area of my life. Like I want to live the Lord's will, not mine, because I know that is where the fruit of the spirit lives. Like that is where his goodness and everything else resides. No plan that I could come up with on my own is ever going to be as good as that. And so I want to do my best to walk in that, not have his anger burn against me. And so I just, I'm so thankful that God gave me this picture of this testimony of like what he did in Moses's life in this moment where like I was struggling with speaking just like Moses was. And, and that he spoke through this friend of mine to, to like bring this to thought. And then next God like goes and gets Aaron and he's like, okay, well, we'll have Aaron speak for you then. Like, surprisingly enough, God still used Moses. (laughs) He's like, I will speak to you and you will speak to him as if you were me. Um, and then he will speak like for you, for me. (laughs) So it's like this third party, you know, it's like, man, it's, it's weird that this was like a game of telephone going on for, for the Israelites to hear from God. Um, but it was because Moses refused to step up to the mic. Moses refused to trust God and obey God for what he was asking him to do. And I don't know about you, but that is not a place I want to be. I love working with clients who... Like God has very clearly put a call on their life and they're like, he's been asking me for years and like gifting me with skills and certifications and information and uh, frameworks and like whatever else, if it's even fleshed out that far, right? Some people are just like, no, I, I know heavily like God is calling me in this season to do X and I love so much walking alongside women doing that because there is nothing greater than living in the will of God and being obedient and stepping forward in what He is calling us to do. Like I truly believe it is like our little promised land here on earth. Um and I say that because I've experienced it, right? Like I feel like it's all my calling, <laughs> you know, I'm saying this with air quotes. Um, funny quote from the rookie. If you watch that, if you're a Nathan Fillion fan, like I am. Um My family has this like kind of toxic trait where like almost we're like jack of all trades. Almost anything that we choose to do is going to be great. Like I've never had a job that I have not like excelled at and been promoted quickly and been like almost highly favored in the workplace. And I'm not saying this out of arrogance because like I said, it's almost a toxic trait. But the thing is, there's a difference between good things and God things. And when we are living in those good things, yeah, it's pretty good. Like most people won't complain. But when you are living in those God things, oh my goodness. Like just so much life comes into you and from you. Like I was just talking to my husband recently and I was like, I left my career to become a mom. And I was making a salary with amazing benefits. I was bringing home $4,000 a month. And in my coaching business, as of today, I am not making anything near that. I think I might've made $4,000 this year. Actually, I know I've made over $4,000 this year, but I used to make that a month. And I would go to work for 40 hours a week, Actually, it was like 37 and a half, I think, because I worked for the state. So government, like, you know, um, they make you work less, which was really cool. Stellar benefits, really awesome. And I left that to do this. And most of the work that I do, this podcast, totally free. Don't get paid a dime for it. Um, the content that I create and on social media or wherever else, like pouring value into others, didn't get anything for that. My planner, even though it's in the hands of over 50 ladies, like still have made like next to nothing on that. Um, but it is so life giving. And I know that the rewards that I am building in heaven are so much greater than any kind of income that I could receive here on earth. However, saying that, it would be totally fabulous to make some more income. So my husband and my family could like see a reason, you know, um, a tangible reason why. Why I step away. And I do believe that it's coming. I believe that God is going to um, make a way because going into this next part of this realization, revelation, if you will, that he brought to me in this time of reading Exodus 4, what really stood out to me is this now therefore go and I will be with your mouth, et cetera, et cetera, in verse 12. And I was like, now therefore go. I've heard that before. And you know where I've heard that before? Maybe you have too. It's in the great commission, like almost verbatim, you know, it says, therefore go. And so I had to look this up. And so I was looking up, um, you know, the Greek translation and I was looking up the Hebrew translation, right? Cause now we're comparing old Testament to new Testament, which can get a little tricky. And so I looked up in the, Septuagint, the, oh, what is it called? Intertestimonial? No, maybe. Anyways, it was a big fancy word that I was like, oh, I've heard that before. But again, not a theologian here. (laughs) I did not go to seminary school. Um, It's funny, Robert, you're probably listening to this and you're like, yeah, Sasha, it's called the such and such, but I don't have you here telling me. (laughs) Um, anyway, and I was looking it up and it translated like the same go. And like, I have that written in my notes and like this, like bright green coloring. And I'm like, trans, oh, transliteration. Okay. I did write it down. Woo-hoo! Okay. Transliteration. What did I say? Inter testimonial. I don't know. Maybe I should delete that part. Nope gonna leave it, gonna leave it all for you to laugh at. Um, the transliteration says it is the same go. So when God tells Moses, therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and I will teach you what you shall speak. When, when God says that to Moses to go like lead the Israelites, like out of captivity and into the wilderness, like to the promised land, it is the same go That is used in the Great Commission, where we are all as believers, as disciples of Christ, to go and preach the word, to preach the good news, to preach the gospel to every nation. And that was like super amazing. (laughs) I guess you could say. Um I was going to say profound or convicting or whatever else, but it was just amazing for God to paint that picture because I truly believe that this like I had talked about earlier, like my podcast has ranked in countries like okay, I have been to Jamaica, but did I minister to anyone there? No. Like I've never been to New Zealand hope to go. Um, South Africa, never been, it's probably the only part of Africa I'd really want to go to, I think, because I'm like, I live in Alaska for a reason. I don't really like bugs or snakes or like any kind of creepy crawly thing. Um, (laughs) I digress. Uh, I see podcasting as a way where we as believers are truly able to go and make disciples, to go and preach the gospel to every nation on earth. And maybe my podcast isn't going to reach every single nation, but it might reach some of them and somebody else's might reach other ones. And so It brings me to this thought of like, how can we as busy stay at home, work from home moms, like fulfill the great commission. I'm going to dig into that more in depth in a different podcast episode coming up soon. But the whole idea is that our job is to just share. And I'm not one to go up to a stranger on the street. And like, have you heard of my friend, Jesus or Lord and Savior? Um, That's not. Sasha. I'm not trying to limit myself and put myself in a box, but like my husband is the make strangers with friends on airplanes. I am not. (laughs) Um, I have done a missions trip before. I would totally do one again, but as a mom with little kid at home and like more on the way, it's not really like super easy, feasible thing. Like this is something that I am able to prioritize in my life to make space for and to come down here and do what God is asking me to do. Step up to the mic and just speak. And so I want to encourage you as a busy mom through this beautiful picture that God had painted for me in this digging into the story of Moses from Exodus four and this tying into, um, the same go used in the great commission is where is God asking you to step up and speak? Is it to your children? Obviously, I think for all of us it really is to focus on our children and pouring into them and making sure that they um know the good news, to make sure that they are seeing us live it out. But where else is that for you? Is it to go down to your local, you know, old folks home, the homeless shelter to um You know, share an example of Christ in your workplace. If you are going to go out and do work, maybe it's serving your church in a capacity so they're able to support other missionaries. Maybe it is going on missions trips. Maybe it's you and your family moving to another country like as full-blown missionaries. I don't know. But what does it look like for you to step up to the mic? Maybe it's just sharing a testimony with a friend in the coffee shop. I just want to encourage you to lean into that question this week. Where is God calling you to step up and speak to allow his words to be your words, to allow the spirit of your father to speak through you into the lives of others. I hope this message touched you this week, and I pray that you have a fabulous week going forward. God bless, hey sister this episode blessed you, I would love nothing more than to see you scroll down and leave a review. They mean so much to me and I take the time to read every single one of them and be blessed by every single one of them. Another thing you can do is share this episode or any other episodes that have really spoken to you with a friend that came to mind while you were listening.